Welcome to the Monroe Live podcast. Today we have a special guest, Chris, from Dirty Tesla. So thanks for joining us. Um, Chris has about 97,000 uh, subscribers on YouTube. You are one of the first beta testers for yep. uh, Tesla FSD. Mm -hmm. And I want to get to know you a little bit more, talk about your journey from 2019 until today, and uh, a lot of the interesting stories along the way. So thanks for thanks for coming on the show. Sure, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm excited to talk about everything today. Yeah. So start with 2019. Mm -hmm. What prompted you to start the, uh, the channel and explain Dirty Tesla to our viewers who may not know what that's about? Sure. Yeah. So I got my first Tesla in 2019, a Model 3. And before that, uh, I was driving a Ford Focus. So I was always, I wanted the cheapest car, the most efficient car. I didn't really care about cars at all. Um, but like a lot of people, Tesla caught my eye. Um, I'm really into tech. So of course, that side of it, the self-driving, I was really interested in. Um, and the electric part I actually thought was going to be annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of like, I don't know if I want to charge it, charge it all the time and spend time doing that, but maybe it'll be worth that to try this other cool tech. Um, and I live on a dirt road. And so like a lot of people, when they are new to these things, I was like, Oh, do these things, can they drive on dirt roads? <laughs> like I, I thought they were yeah. super sensitive or whatever. Um, so I did all this kind of research and I didn't really find much. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to go for it. It's a car. Come on. How, how bad can it be? So, um, I got the car and it was just constantly dirty because I live on a dirt road. And it's the first thing people would always say, like, you got this nice car and it's so dirty. So I was like, all right, instead of getting that commented a million times every video, I'm just going to name myself Dirty Tesla before they even see the video. They know what's going on. <laughs> they That's know smart. what to expect. Um, so, yeah, but I had been tr attempting to start a YouTube channel for, I mean, nine, eight, nine, ten years, something like that before, uh, you know, I made this channel. Um, so... Yeah, so are those other attempts, were they about other topics? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I had um, just a, a general vlog channel, of course, you know, I tried that. Uh, tech channel I did a very long time ago. So that was my first channel. Um, and that one actually got banned from YouTube. Um, so when, when the partner program on YouTube first started, you didn't need a thousand subscribers. You didn't need all these metrics. You basically just signed up. You're like, hey, I want to make money. And they're like, okay, here's some ads on your videos. And that was it. Yeah. So I did that. I signed up. I had, you know, 20 subscribers or something. I was getting a couple views per video. A couple views yeah. per video? Mm -hmm. Yeah, a couple views. For, this was early days. I oh was brand God. new. Yeah, I, I mean, it was like almost nothing. So I tell all my friends, and I'm like, hey, listen, if you, I was already into the metrics. I was like, if you watch my videos and you spend time watching them and you come back, YouTube will suggest them to other people. And I get money. On top of that, if you click any of the ads, I get more money. Isn't that crazy? Like, all you got to do is watch these videos because back then it wasn't a thing. And they're like, yeah, sure, we'll watch them. So I had one friend. This is, we're in college. Uh, yeah. And she's, I see where this is going. Uh -huh. And she's sitting in <laughs> class and she's just watching my videos in class and she's clicking all the ads the whole time sitting in class. And I look and I made, you know, a dollar or something that day or whatever, you know, some, some all of my money. And I was like, oh, thanks. I really appreciate that. And then a couple days later, YouTube bans me for, you know, fake clicks, basically. I didn't tell her <laughs> to yeah. do that. I just suggested my friends to watch my channel. And so all those years ago, that channel... Uh, that could have grown because it was growing, um, got banned. And I kind of gave up for a little bit after that. But And, and that was 2012, 14? Oh, that was earlier than that. I mean, that had to be 2009 or 2010. Um, I, whenever the partner program first started, I don't remember exactly what year, but it was almost exactly when it first started. So Yeah. Well, well now you made it. Now you have a valid <laughs> yeah, channel. Yeah, so I did a gaming channel. I did all these things, and, and I started Dirty Tesla. And um, it, it basically was just I, I made this channel to 
be, um, to kind of just share my experience with the car. I'm just some normal guy. It's kind yeah. of like, I don't want to be special. I don't want to be, you know, a, a celebrity or some big rich person who just buys whatever they want. I'm just a normal guy who spent a lot of money on a car and I want to share the experience. Yeah. Because, you know, people don't know about electric cars or at least back then they didn't. So. And now you have 30 million views in the past four years, which mm -hmm. is incredible. Um, that's a lot of views. How many videos? Probably hundreds of videos, hundreds uh, and hundreds. Yeah, I don't, I don't look at those metrics too much. A few, two or three hundred, something like that. Yeah. I, so in the early days, I was posting every other day I would have a video. I mean, I was going hard. Um, since then, uh, now that the channel's established, it's not as important for me to do that. Um, I think when you're new, you want to have consistency, especially in, in um, like kind of quality, at least as, as good as you can when you're new. Uh, but now I have, you know, two kids and I still work full time. So I, I don't have as much time to kind of, you know, run around doing all these different things I used to do. Yeah. So you're most well known to me as being someone who tests FSD beta. Like yeah. that is what, when I think of dirty Tesla, I think as I think of you out there testing at roundabouts or different <laughs> right turns. Yeah. And I don't consume all your content, but I've seen yeah. a decent amount of it. So explain how that got started. You said you're one of the mm -hmm. first uh, beta testers. Can you go through the versions you've had, oh, the experiences yeah. you've had, steps forward and backward, you know, spend some time talking about that journey of your sure. content. So, so when the channel first started, uh, FSD beta wasn't a thing. Actually, when I first got my car, the car couldn't even make its own lane changes on its own. All it could do was basically the lane keep and the speed keep. That was, that was it. And you could use the turn signal to do an automatic lane change. That, that's all it could do. Um, Still at that time, it was very fascinating to me and a lot of people because not a lot of cars had this ability. And when you really take a step back, like pretend you're, you know, it's 20 years, pretend it's 1990, right? A car driving itself by keeping itself in the lane and keeping its speed is it's pretty crazy to think about. So at that time, I thought it was very fascinating. So I'm doing uh, videos about the software updates, you know, the new, because century mode, we didn't used to have that. That got edited to the car. That was cool to make a video about. Um, along with that, I would do these videos of the car driving itself. So it received an update called Navigate on Autopilot, which basically lets the car do everything on the highway. So it can change lanes to pass slower traffic, it can take exits, it can uh, do interchanges, a full interchange onto another highway. And so I would do videos about that, where I would, I called it Tesla Challenge, and I would turn it on, I would do exactly what Tesla advertised and let the car drive everything as long as it was safe. And people really enjoyed those, and I liked making them. I could make them just on my commute to work. I could make them, you know, commuting over here. I actually made a video on the way here yeah. because it's a pretty long drive, and, and uh, it's interesting. So even before full self-driving beta was a thing where the car could make all these turns and everything, I was decently well-known for making those videos along with other things. Well, full self-driving beta came out, uh, I believe it was October of 2020, to just a few people, um, you know, and, and people were talking about it on Twitter. At first, it was like two people on Twitter. Like, that was it. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, I want this, of course. Um, and it rolled out to some more and some more, and I, I was not one of them. And I was honestly a little, like, disappointed. I was kind of like, hey, I've been making these uh, Tesla videos for years. Um, actually, uh, my, one of my videos was in a screenshot in an official Tesla presentation they gave. Oh, no um, way. Yeah, that's talk. cool. Yeah, and so I was, like, so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, they... Copyright strike them. <laughs> Stealing that, my That's stuff. a YouTube uh, joke. There. Yeah. Um, so, like, these guys know who I am, at least to some extent. Um, I had never had any contact with them or anything. Um, and I was like, so they know I'm safe. I think that was the biggest thing. They want people to be safe. So I kind of was tweeting about it. And I was like, well, I don't know guys. And people are like, why don't you have it? And so it was this whole thing. Twitter kind of went crazy tweeting at Elon. And, uh, at the time, Andre Carpathy was, you know, there, um, like, Hey, get this guy in beta, get this guy in beta. And then, um, I eventually did get added. 
it's hard to know if it was that campaign, <laughs> you know, that, yeah. that caused it. Um, but I was one of the first, uh, at least 1000, but maybe even a few hundred, um, that was driving it. Yeah. And then you're in Michigan, which is the mm-hmm. backyard of the big three, yes. which you could kind of see as the established players versus Tesla, the, the newcomer. How's that, uh, affected, you know, how you create content or the perception of you being in Michigan? Yeah, no, that's actually a big part of it because, um, you know, like I said, I didn't really care about vehicles at all before. Yeah. It's not something I was interested in. But as you can imagine, most of my family were somehow involved. Um, my mom worked at dealerships most of my life growing yeah. up. Uh, my father-in-law worked at GM. Um, I knew people that worked at all the big three, of course. Um, and when I got this Tesla, it was all this, you know, that you still see sometimes today of like, what the heck, like, it's a dumb electric thing. Like it's going to die in two years yeah. or it only goes a hundred miles. Um, I, I had a guy actually say to me, he's like, I know a place. He's like, you love your car, but I know a place in the U S it cannot go because there's not even a gas station there. It's too far. And I go, Oh my, I, I, I'm thinking, Oh, he got me. He got me. He goes, it is 78 miles with not a single building from here to here. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> people obviously don't understand yeah. what these EVs are about. So I of course gave tons of rides Every single, not, not everybody wanted a Tesla after that, but every single person walked away like, wow, that's actually pretty nice. Yeah. They were surprised by the acceleration. They were surprised by how smooth it felt. They were surprised, you know, they, they all thought golf cart. Yeah. For whatever reason, they thought, oh, it's going to be really slow. It's going to have terrible acceleration. It's going to be cramped. Yeah. So. And if you're a millennial, which I am, and you ever had an RC car, you would spend four or six hours charging the nickel metal hydride batteries. Yes. And it would last like three or eight minutes. Mm-hmm. It was the most disappointing endeavor trying to charge yeah. and use an RC car before right. they had good LiPo batteries. And yeah, it drove and me crazy. Those are the ones you have to kill, right? Yeah. All the way and then charge all the way. Yeah, you can't use in the middle. It's horrible. There was a lot of that too of like, wait, what about if you don't charge the battery hundred yeah. percent? And I'm like, it's not, it's not that sensitive. So many misconceptions there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So now fast forward to, Today, mm-hmm. you're now testing some of the higher-end versions of FSD mm-hmm. uh, beta. Can you tell us some of your least favorite updates, if you remember them by name? So you probably remember like 11 dot whatever, whatever, whatever. And was there any that were like a step backwards or they started doing things that were jittery or, or you're like, oh, man, what happened? Can you go into that detail? Sure. Uh, yeah, there, there's a bunch of 11 and 10 dot whatever's in my head. Uh, <laughs> so the, the really interesting thing, so we got this update. Elon was all excited about 10.69, of course. You know, he's yeah. like, oh, this is, this is the one. And we get 10.69 on our cars. And it actually was very good. I take it out for a drive. And there was this time in early, so early beta, I, I think a little background will help, was, was very bad. If you go watch the old videos, you would go, you know, 30 seconds or a minute and the car's, you know, jerking the steering wheel off to the right or something. And you're like, what the heck? Like, why are you doing that? There's nothing here. We're going in a straight line. Yeah. Um, and so uh, you get to today where the car can go miles and miles and miles without you having to do anything. Well, Elon would kind of pump these things up on Twitter and be like, oh, this update is going to be the one. And this is, you know, a couple of years ago and you didn't really notice much difference. And I would say in the video, like, okay, I thought this was like, you know, mind blowing and all these things. And it wasn't. So we get to 10.69 and, uh, it's very good. It's amazing. The car is doing a lot of things all by itself. Finally, it's very smooth. It feels comfortable. It's making turns. And then you get 10.69.1.2, whatever. And it actually starts to get worse. 
and I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I am not, uh, I don't code. I'm not, you know, I don't have a background yeah. in that. So, so I don't try to approach it from that. It's just from an end consumer. Again, I'm just like some guy <laughs> testing this stuff out. Um, and, uh, I'm trying to think why, what's going on here? Why is this getting worse when it was so good? And then it kind of has these regressions and, uh, you see the same thing. We're now on version 11.3.6. That's the current public, uh, public version. 11.3 or dot one or whatever it was, was, was very good. And then it started to take these steps back. Um, and I don't know if they just ramp up the safety, um, as they roll it out to more people and make it so the car's more timid, you know, or brakes for more things than it would before when it shouldn't. Um, but yeah, there've been a few, few step backs, but if you look overall at the whole thing, I actually track the stats and everything over the years, it's, it's much better than it was. Um, and it's, it's very impressive that again, just anyone can go buy a Tesla, buy FSD, turn it on for the most part. Um, and then it drives you around 95% of the time or whatever it is. Yeah, our Model 3 has, we paid for it, $10,000 at the time, mm -hmm. FSD. And we have FSD beta now, yeah. but we rarely use it. Mm -hmm. I, I I think we just now updated the car, and, and Sue and Sandy said they were trying to get it to drive home, and I don't know if they figured it out. So, if, unfortunately, we here at Monroe, we're so focused on tearing the cars down and figuring out what they cost and how they're made and right. kind of the advantage there that we don't spend as much effort uh, looking at the FSD stuff, because frankly, you guys are you're, you are so good at that, and you have so much history and and all the intricacies that we kind of leave it to yourself and the other people out there. Yeah, yeah, everyone has kind of their their kind of niche on YouTube, and I mean, you guys even as as big as you, as you are, you know, even before your channel, I remember people used to just cover what Sandy would say. Yeah. And I, I thought, I was like, why don't these guys just make a channel? And then you did. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you had a great idea. Um, but everyone has their niche. And I'm sure even though you guys, as big as you are, have noticed that if you go outside of that, even a little bit, you get nothing. And it's not the audience's fault so much. It's, it's really YouTube. They will not push your things if you go too far out of that. So it makes sense that, you know. Yeah, we have some famous videos where we went way outside of our realm. Like I, we, we once got an iPhone 13 Pro. And I had Sandy do an unboxing of an iPhone 13 Pro mm -hmm. and get his reaction. So it was a reaction video in the cell phone space of Sandy, like whipped his knife out, opened it up. Yeah. It was so bad. It's like one of our worst like 20 videos. Isn't I think it has like 12,000 views. And, and iPhone videos are huge. I know. And that was unboxing point, videos are my huge. My point was it's like I tried to do all these things that are super popular on you know, Jerry Rigg does that. Mm -hmm. And we, we added a little sandy flavor about like what the box costs because it was the first time they sent it without the charger. So we talked oh, about right. the savings and I even made Sorry. like a really crazy thumbnail, like a billions of dollars in savings. We did the math. <laughs> Nothing. I know. Isn't it strange? Yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating. You, you can break out of that box um, if you really want to. And I've, it's so funny because so my channel's always been Tesla related because yeah. those are the cars I owned. But, um, I've moved into almost this box of just FSD. <laughs> yeah. So not even Tesla. And, you know, I've had a few breakout videos. Actually, I think my most viewed video isn't even about FSD. It's about uh, the range in the winter or something. Yeah. Um, actually, out of my top 10 videos, only I think one is FSD beta. The rest are, are other things. Actually, the Mach-E, I think that's one of my top 10 videos. Yeah. Funny enough. But, uh, yeah, you get kind of stuck in those in those little, you know, little boxes by YouTube. And is it only you on the videos? Pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah, pretty much me. That one um, actually was kind of a, I don't know if you call it a collab exactly, but with, you know, Kyle Connor from, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, out of spec. He was here and he was testing the Mach-E, you know, Ford gave him, uh, you know, well, Mach-E before it was out. 
And he messaged me. He's like, hey, I'm going to be in Michigan. Do you want to check this out? I was like, of course. I love EVs in general. I want to see the Mach-E. And I didn't even plan on filming that day. I just wanted to check it out and, you know, meet him and, and say hi and stuff. And and he was like, hey, you're going to film? I was like, eh, I don't know. I, I wasn't thinking about it. He's like, just film it. Like, no one has this car. He's like, you can't release it till you know, whatever this date, Ford said, but just film it. I was like, okay, fine. So I start filming, and I'm like, hey, here's the Mach-E. And I, I didn't know that much about it because I wasn't planning on filming. Did you have Blue Cruise? Uh, no, no, they didn't have Blue Cruise back then. Okay. Yeah, they didn't have back then. And um, and I'm I'm filming, but I didn't know much about it because I wasn't planning on filming. And he goes, here, let me let me tell you about it. And I go, okay. And he gives me this really good like walk around, and we're kind of talking back and forth. Um, and then we go for a ride and do all this stuff. So, um, yeah, I like the car. It had uh, some kind of traffic wear cruise control thing, whatever it was called at the time. But Blue Cruise wasn't out yet, and it it worked okay. But the thing I found weird is it turned off and didn't tell you. Uh, so he had it on and then it went around a bend or something and it turned off and there was no chime. Um, there's just a little graphic on the display. So I was kind of confused. It's like, how would you even Did it say grab the wheel? I don't know what it said, yeah. but there was no chime. I thought it was very weird. Yeah. We have F-150 lightning mm -hmm. and it has blue cruise and I took oh. it to Chicago mm -hmm. and it actually worked really well Okay, that's because good. it's hands free. Yeah. I just kind of sat there for 80, hundred miles at a time. Never touched the wheel. That's awesome. Yeah. It was great. But um, they had a big graphic that said, grab the wheel if it needs you to grab the wheel. Okay. And did it make a noise? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. Because I think that's kind of key. Because I'm not looking at the screen when I'm using those things. You're looking around. You're yeah. looking out at that's the other cars. Um, I don't know. I just found it kind of jarring. But. So your best video is a Mach-E video. That's not my best one. Okay. My, my best one's about a Tesla um, in the, I think that's number one, in the winter. Um, did you get a million views? Yeah. I have two videos with a million views. Isn't that crazy? Mm, nice. Yeah. <laughs> we only have two over a million. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's surprising. The Elon interview got like sure. three, 3.4 million. Wow. And then we had one. It was the VW gearbox. Uh, Volkswagen sent us a VW ID4 uh, motor yeah. and uh, inverter and gearbox. They sent it to us and said, we can do a video. Yeah. And we did the video and they asked for it back. And I think it was slightly, we got it before you could get an ID4. Okay. And that then they embargoed it a little. Mm -hmm. We released it. And for some reason, we think that every employee from VW watched it or something. Right. And it has just been like a stable and growing That's and growing. That's so nice. And then we have like 50 videos. I don't want to get this wrong. Eric, are you looking at it? I think we have like 50 videos over a quarter million or 300,000. Oh, like we have a, a huge chunk yeah. that are three, four, five, six. 600,000. Yeah. That's good for us. Yeah. I've, I've learned, um, do you know, uh, man, I'm going to blank on the name of the channel. Do you know Matt Farrell from, hmm. uh, he's got such a good channel. I can't believe I'm blanking on the name of it. Um, but he does reviews of, you know, solar and, and should you do this and, or like future tech that's going to happen. Yeah. He's, I think he's just passed a million subscribers. So his, oh, he's, he's got a big channel. I've talked to him a few times and, and, uh, I was talking with him and he kind of said, it's undecided. Undecided, yes. Undecided with Matt Farrell. We invited um, him on the pod. Yeah, he's he's great. He's he's a very nice guy, and he's very smart. Uh, he was telling me, he's like, you know what I've kind of learned in my, my journey of doing this is, yeah, it's cool that you get the big videos and whatever. He's like, but what you really should try to pay attention to, you know, this is his advice, is your bottom videos. What's kind of the minimum you can get per post? And, you know, he looked over my channel and he was like, you're doing really good. Because it's, it's hard when you compare yourself to, I'm sure you guys do the same thing, to another channel. You're like, oh, 
this is garbage. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not getting any traction. Um, and, and that put it really in, into perspective for me of like, I do feel really good that I can, you know, post most videos and hit 20 ish thousand views. Cause back in the day getting, you know, 5,000 views was like, Oh, this is, you know, great. <laughs> yeah. For us, I feel like the minimum threshold for decent content video, meaning we have a car or review mm-hmm. for us is like 35 to 60,000. That is like our, really? I thought you guys were getting like hundred K minimum. That is like minimum expectation okay. for, okay. let's say we get a press vehicle, right? Yeah. And it's, uh, uh, I don't even know. I mean, nobody cares. Eric, what's a recent yeah. press vehicle we got that was bleh? Uh, the Toyota. Yeah, so we got a, the Toyota BZ4X. Oh, yep. So we did probably four or five videos. What's the average on those? Probably like 50,000. But if we yeah. do anything on Tesla or if there's a leaked image and we do a video on that, I'm expecting two hundred to 300,000 on That's that. That's crazy, huh? So if it has Tesla in the name, there's just tons of Tesla crazies. Yeah. We love you. Mm-hmm. that love to consume the content. I'm one of them. <laughs> Rivian, drop it down by about a third. We did a whole Rivian yeah. series, and where we do the motor video for a Tesla, we get 500,000, 600,000. We do a motor video for the Rivian, we get 100, 150,000. You know, it's just, it's just like yeah. the algorithm, or yeah. it's just not in the news as much. The, the algorithm is a big part of it, but Tesla still to this day is just so clickable. I don't know. I don't know what it is. And and that was, you know, another, you know, talking about starting the channel, another kind of reason I started the channel is there are so many Tesla channels. And and I have even friends who will uh, say like, oh, I kind of want to start a channel, but there's so many. I'm like, there's never too many. You just yeah. do, who cares? Just do it. Yeah. If you have good stuff, people will watch it. That's all the, that matters. I think what's really important is you bring something unique. You're not copying. Right. I, I don't like the channels that copy or regurgitate other people's content. So there's some people that just do tons of reaction videos where they just take like our content. If you look at the copyright straight section, Oh, there's like thousands, hundreds and hundreds of people who just rip like 90% of our footage. Mm -hmm. But because we're an engineering firm first, I'm like, well, you know what? It's another, get the name out there, you know, five, 10 million people watching our stuff through these channels that are kind of, you know, yoinking our content. But, when it's just pure highway robbery, we do we do stop that. But yeah. if people add a little commentary or, you know, they're actually doing a reaction video, we allow that. Yeah, a percentage get back to you, so it's kind of worth it. Um, yeah, I gave up on the copyright strikes because I would have that too where people would literally just download it and upload it. Um, but YouTube is so – you have to go through this whole, like, legal thing where you – and they send, I mean, you guys probably don't care oh, yeah. again because it's a business. But for me, they send them my name, my address, my phone number. And I'm like, just steal my video. I, who knows, like, one day I copyright strike some crazy person that comes to <laughs> comes to my house or uh, something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I take it. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not a, I don't really, my name is Corey Steuben. Yeah. I live in Lake Orion. <laughs> and uh, because I live in Oakland County and it's very clear, I'm like one search away from my address yeah. in the Register of Deeds. You know, so, so many people, unless you bought your house with an LLC, if you know the state that someone lives right. in or in general, you can geolocate someone. Yeah. That's why if somebody wants to show up at my house, they, they'll they show up at my house. Yeah. So I'm not a, you know. Yeah. You know, if you, if you watch my channel, I'm sure you can know where I live. It, it doesn't bother me too much. Um, I have other reasons for not making my name that easily accessible. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it, to have one extra step. 
for me makes me feel a little better. Yeah. You know, rather than, oh, I'm going to Google this guy. Hey, here's his whole life. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, it's not a big deal. I really don't have anything I'm hiding exactly, but. Yeah. Yeah, one of our top guys who's in a lot of our videos, we were having the same conversation. And he's like, yeah, I don't want people having my cell phone number. And I just literally pulled my phone out. I Googled his name. Yeah. And it, oh, yeah. I Googled his name, phone number. And I said, is your phone number this? And he goes, yeah, it is. <laughs> I said, yeah, it was the top return, your mm -hmm. name, phone number. Yeah. You know, it was listed somewhere. I know. At this point, it's all everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let's get back on task. So. Uh, dirty Tesla. Yes. I live on a dirt road yes. as well. So my vehicle oh, is chronically dirty. Unfortunately, I don't drive a Tesla. I drive a big SUV that has a diesel engine. I get crap about it all the yeah, time. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. What? <laughs> I don't I, care. You drive I, whatever you want. I, it doesn't matter. If, if Ford mm -hmm. or General Motors or Chrysler, actually, I don't care who, mm -hmm. made something that's big. I'm talking bigger than an EV9. Bigger than a Rivian R1S. Okay, that's where I was going to go. Because I had, I, I took an R1S Hummer. home. Hummer, no. <laughs> the Hummer is not doesn't have the utilitarian space. Yeah. I want essentially an electric Suburban. Yeah. That's what I want. Electric Suburban. Yeah, the batteries are not good enough. I know. We're, we're getting there. It'll be it'll be soon, but um, yeah, the battery's not good enough. I think Tesla is going to have, uh, they're going to have a van, right? There was like that leaked list of, upcoming things um van and then i'm pretty sure we're gonna get uh something like that eventually yeah. i actually i can't give too many details but again being in this area i talked to someone who this was long time ago so i mean months and months ago so should be okay uh <laughs> i don't know anything i don't know okay anything. he went there to check out the lines in i think it was fremont and he said there's something new coming and I go, oh, yeah, Cybertruck. You're helping with Cybertruck. He goes, no, no, no. You've never heard of this. And I'm like, what do you mean I've never heard of this? He goes, I promise. You've not heard of this. I was like, well, tell me. He's like, I can't. I'm under NDA. <laughs> and I'm like, so am I. We told you that. So. <laughs> yeah. And again, it was a long time ago, so I think it's probably okay now. What do you hypothesize? He wouldn't give me any more than that. That was it. So from other, you know, things I hear around, which, you know, it's always hard to know until it's officially announced. But um, I do think Tesla is aiming for uh, maybe not as big as you want, but more of a like R1S shaped thing. Because the Model X is great. We have Model X um, and, you know, we have two kids and it is amazing. I mean, I can't even, for, for putting the kids in and out of there and, and packing all the stuff in, I really can't praise it too much because it is so good. But I know a lot of people want more of that boxy shape and they want more um, cargo capacity while still having all the seats there. Because the S, like all the Teslas, drops off at the back yeah. for the arrow. Um, uh, for us, I mean, it's fine. You can fit in it all back there, but it's not what everybody wants. So, Yeah, Tesla would absolutely kill it mm -hmm. if they just made an SUV that was three rows that was the exact same size of a Grand Cherokee L a Ford Explorer, a yeah. Kia, Kia Telluride, a Hyundai, Palisade. I mean, all these these big SUVs would be just perfect. They'd kill it, especially if it was for sale right now. But it's going to use more batteries. Yeah. You're going to have to have a bigger battery uh, because of the reduced arrow. Right. And you're pushing a brick through the air. I don't know. Well, and they there's no reason for them to do that. 
yeah. because they sell everything they make. Yeah. <laughs> so they can put less batteries in threes and Ys and, yeah. and push them all. So, yeah, they just, we need Cybertruck. Yeah, what's your thought on Cybertruck? I can't wait. How many do you think will be made this year? Here's your prediction. Uh, okay, my professional engineering prediction for Cybertruck, <laughs> I know nothing, uh, is I think we're going to get like 5,000 of them this year. That's what I say. Yeah, really? Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I actually was interviewed on Frazad's channel like mm -hmm. three or six months ago, and I initially said, ah, you know, I think it was in November. I said, nah, maybe... 25 to 50,000. He goes, really? And I immediately go, oh, let me think. Yeah. I said, oh, I, no. And I immediately backtracked down. Mm -hmm. And I've since have been asked again. And I, I've been saying 5,000 or less. Yeah. Um, so so where, where does that come in, in terms of like the no paint? I mean, that saves a lot of time. Because you got to paint, let it dry, paint, let it dry. And then... I want you to talk a little more about this, if you don't mind. Um, the whole folding of everything. I mean, does that save that much time? So have you ever been in a, you're, you've been in a plant while it's running? Um, Giga Texas was running a, like in demo mode. <laughs> yeah. So for stamping. So let's talk about, you said folding stuff. Yeah. That's going to be way more complicated than okay. the traditional stamping methodology That's of, heard. of a vehicle because you're dealing with much larger parts and then they're like break bent, right? It's going to be a slower process. So if you look at Giga Berlin, which I've been in, they have a whole stamping line and they'll run one set of dies and there'll be one piece coming out every like second and a half. Right Now, the reason why there's you see all these storage racks of hoods and fenders and doors is because they stamp at a higher rate than the assembly line, which produces at 45, a one vehicle every 45 seconds. Okay. So if they're stamping one part every second, right. then they're going 40 times, 45 times as fast. So they actually have to store mm -hmm. all those parts. Then they'll use that same stamping line. They'll put new dies in. So they'll do the hood on one day. They'll do the fender on one day, you know, so they'll, Got it. Yep. and then they'll store it. Are. And that's why you see these storage racks, body side outers. And they actually explain that when you walk through the plant. Mm -hmm. And when we were there, they were actually stamping the rear portion of the trunk lid. Okay. They were coming off, flying off like every, that's crazy. It's like every three quarters of a second, it's a prog die. Yeah. And then one's coming off. So the reason I'm getting at that is now you have to break bend these large panels at a bare minimum of one every 45 seconds. And if you're doing one every 45 seconds, it's got to be at least that fast. Otherwise, you need more tools. Yeah. So let's say it takes you three minutes. Well, now you need way more tools to reach that capacity. So that's why capacity early on may be heavily limited by the amount of tooling they have on site for your slowest item. So you have to think right. about that. And that's why getting the giga castings to the point where they could produce one casting every 45 seconds, mm -hmm. you need one machine for the front and one machine for the rear. So actually you need two. And a lot of it came down to you shoot the liquid metal in really fast, like yeah. under a second, milliseconds. But then you have to cool it. Then you have to have it open and be extracted. And I've been in Texas while they were casting. Okay. And you see a robot take it out, and it goes on this big metal conveyor belt. And you had there was like eight people around it in Texas. They were inspecting all the 
the sprues and the runners to they're looking all over it for calibration to make sure it's quality to make sure for everyone they do that they had like eight eight or nine people yeah so sandy and i are very observant yeah it doesn't sound that efficient we we were there for uh investor day and they gave us the first place we started was the casting rack and they had rows and rows and rows and racks of castings it tells me they were producing the castings at a rate that was actually faster than production, because if it matched production exactly, right. then what would they? Then you wouldn't see any inventory. So if you see inventory stored at a plant, that means they're producing at a faster rate. Okay. So something to look for is that if you see images for Cybertruck and you see body side outers, which would be the bent outside stainless steel, if you see that in storage, that means they're producing it faster Mm. than production. If you don't see any in storage, that means it's just in time. So there's things you can pick up on on what they're having problems with based on how much inventory they have stored. It's It's a unique thing to look for. In a plant. So do you expect that with the outer body to be that that quick or? I don't know. I, I don't feel know. like it'll be a challenge at first. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, at first. I mean, that's how they seem to, they want to redo, reinvent everything. And then it's worse initially, of course. And then they get faster than anyone imagined yeah. eventually. So things that they have down pat though. Mm-hmm. So the battery will be essentially no different than the batteries that they're making for any of their vehicles, especially if they're using 4680s and it's a structural right. pack. Which is in the Y yeah. from Texas. So do you think they're going to be just using two of those? Or I, I, do you it, think it's it, a new pack? Oh, it'll be a new pack. They're, okay. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> they wouldn't just put two batteries in. No, it, they would never Well, fit. depending. You don't think so? Oh, no, no, no. But okay. uh, I bet two steak dinners on that. Uh, yeah, that. No, that's fine. I just, I don't have the all the math in my head, of course. But uh I don't know if Cybertruck's long enough and energy density is dense enough to be getting 500 miles in that plane. You know what I mean? Oh, they're going to have to be double stacked. Okay. But it'll be a new pack. Oh, I get like, what you're, so what you're saying. saying. Oh, is, oh, oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. So two packs worth of cells. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or more. You can tell I'm an engineer. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's not like a double no, A battery. Right, oh, yeah, just, yeah. you know, put two of them oh, in more. there. <laughs> no, oh, no, my yeah. God. <laughs> No, it'll yeah. probably be double high. Okay, and that's that's what I. Tesla meant. has okay. the luxury that they cool from the sides, so thermal management won't won't be that much of a challenge. Uh, by cooling from the side, they don't cool from the bottom. Like mm-hmm. so, the Rivian cools from the bottom, so they actually have the cells, the bottom of the cells, like sitting like this, and then where the bottom sit like sitting on the table, and then the other side is like underneath the table. If right. the table was the cooling channel. Um, so from a thermal perspective, it should be fine. From an electrical perspective, it'll be fine. You may have to have eight, you have a different bus bar configuration because you'll have most likely 18 cells in parallel instead of nine. So the way that the math works on that, if you want to get to 400 uh, volts, mm-hmm. you have to have, I think we're going 800. Volts. So if you're going 800, then yeah. if you're going 800 volts, then nine will be in parallel. Yeah. So it'll essentially be twice as many. I think 800 volts is like next confirmed at this point. Obviously, the Cybertruck's not out, but um, I think he mentioned that. Yeah. And especially with the version four superchargers that get up to one megawatt, and you, yeah, they're not there yet. You're going to want that for charging when you have that big of a for battery. sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, they're not up to one megawatt yet. Like the semi right now charges at 750 kilowatts, so it's almost there. Um, and and Elon at the semi event was saying Cybertruck uses the same. Uh, I, I, now I'll butcher the, the lingo. The same uh, voltage and everything. I, I wouldn't expect it to charge at one megawatt, but no. Um, 
but yeah. it's going to use that same tech from the, the uh, semi to charge way, way faster. Yeah. And that'll make the road trip experience similar to a model three or a model Y or S right. because when the MPGE drops, meaning now a cyber truck is going to be getting probably 80. Yeah. That's what I want to 75, 80 MPGE okay. and not 120 or 30. Yeah. So your battery's bigger, so you go to charge, you think you can fill up just as fast. So like if you have a if you have a truck that has a twenty eight gallon tank, instead of three minutes, it's like five minutes. Right. Right. Yeah. But instead of charging for twenty five minutes on average, now you're charging for forty five minutes on average. So if you can charge at a higher kilowatt rating, yep. now your charge time shrinks down. Yeah, in five years maybe, because they don't have any of those chargers right now. Well when right? the infrastructure gets there. Yeah. 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 But I mean right now we'll be getting cyber trucks, I mean, you know, a couple this year. I would assume employees only this year. I'm really hoping they get to some of us regular folk. But do you remember the Model Y? Because uh, you were at Texas when they did yeah. that. They're like, oh, we're delivering the Model Y. And they just gave them to some employees and we never heard about it again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we li they literally never, they just added them to the website, what, a week ago or something? The Texas Model yeah, Y? Yeah, the Texas Model Y. Before that, you could get them in inventory, but they delivered them at the delivery event at, at uh, you know, Giga uh, yeah. Cyber Rodeo. And then they just never mentioned it again. So I think we're, I hope not, but I think we're going to probably see the same thing here. Where they're like, oh, the, you know, he said it's quarter three. So probably by like September, we'll have our, we'll be out in Texas again. I uh, hope I'm invited. <laughs> um, and they'll do their delivery event of Cybertruck. I'm assuming it's going to be the same thing. You'll see him go across stage to a few employees and then that's it. Like we might not hear much for a bit. Um, of course, I hope I'm wrong, but. Do you know when that is in September? No, no, no. He said it, they're aiming for a delivery event in quarter three. Okay. By the end of quarter three. So, you know, it's easy to just say September. Um, of course, could get delayed. or I mean, even Cyber Rodeo, right? They gave us a date, and then they changed it a couple days later. I don't know if you remember that. No. Some people bought their plane tickets immediately because they didn't want the prices to rise. Yeah. And then he changed the date like a day or two later, and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, I already bought plane tickets. <laughs> so Should have bought with Delta. You can always change for free. <laughs> yeah, well, you should have bought on Elon time because, you know, <laughs> he doesn't know dates yeah. ever. So, yeah. Yeah, I always enjoy going to Texas. Uh, Eric and I have been twice, and Sandy and I get swamped by the the Tesla people. Yeah. Do you get recognized in public? In in, in Cyber Rodeo, I got uh, recognized a lot, like everywhere, not just at the factory, yeah. but like as we were driving around. It was kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's cool. Like if, if anyone watching, if you ever see me, you know, come say hi. I don't mind, but I, I'm not used to it. Um, actually, I did get recognized one time. Oh, my gosh, it was so embarrassing. So my boss... Because uh, I still work full time. Yeah. We went out to lunch, me and my boss and a bunch of coworkers, because she was leaving. It was gonna, you know, she was quitting. Thank God after this experience. And and we're at, I don't know, went to Q Double or something. And somebody walks up. I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're Chris from Dirty Tesla. I was like, Oh hey, how's it going? You know, nice to meet you. And I'm standing right next to my boss, and she, I don't know if she knows I have a YouTube channel. I don't talk about it at work really yeah. because I don't know. I do it in, in my own time, but it's just kind of weird. Um, and he, this guy, looks at my boss. and goes, Do you know who this is? do you know who this is? And I'm like, stop. And, and he's like, he's like, this is dirty Tesla. She goes, okay. And, and he's like, you don't know how famous he is. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not famous. Like, stop. <laughs> he like, wouldn't stop. Um, did and she he asked to take a picture with you? Uh, he did not take a picture with me. I assumed it was a dude. Cause typically yeah. they're dudes. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. definitely a dude. Yeah. I've never been recognized by a woman. No. <laughs> um, but so he, that was very embarrassing. I was very glad it was lunch because she was leaving. Because who knows if she comes back, she's like, oh, what's going on? Are you working at work? Or, Well, dirty Tesla sounds 
a little dirty. It does. You know, yeah, so it's I like know. could be a performer name or something. And it's it's so funny because oh geez, I didn't think about that. That's yeah. even worse. It, it's so funny because I'm like the most straight edge person you'll ever. Yeah, meet. dirty Tesla. You make videos on the internet. <laughs> I mean, put two and two together. Well, there then. was a there was a, a you know I won't go into detail video year ago or something. I, I don't remember that made the rounds on the internet. Very dirty video involving Teslas. I was tagged more times than I wanted. Oh, they were like, oh, you probably you know produce this one. I'm like, stop, just leave me alone. This is not my persona at all. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Elon commented on it and everything. Was the vehicle on autopilot? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So. No comment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was like, please get this away from my brand. That's not. It's so. That's funny. It's so far from. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So is there any, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, we covered uh, some of your FSD stuff. Yeah. You being famous, kind oh, of. No, 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 no. No. I'm just some guy. Some guy. I'm literally just some guy. I, I will check my notes. I had a couple notes. Oh, but wait. You're the president of the Tesla well, Club yeah, in yeah. Michigan. Yes. For yeah. the whole state. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So Tesla Owners Club of Michigan. Uh, so every state has an owner's club. And uh, it's officially associated with Tesla, with the company. And it used to be a little more involved with them, but it's a little rocky right now. But they, I mean, they still, you know, communicate with us in some capacity. And you can sign up. It's uh, engage.tesla.com. It's an official website run by Tesla. And you find your state and you sign in with your Tesla account. And then you associate yourself with that club. And they used to give perks. Um, They haven't in a year or two, but they used to give you like, you know, 20% off a, a piece of merch or something um, for being, you know, they have your VIN when you sign in and stuff. And so that was cool. Um, and we have events usually once a month. If you go to that website, you can see all our events. And and we try to get Tesla, like, officially uh, coming to the events and stuff. It's kind of hard, you know, just like when you try to talk to their PR or something, it just doesn't exist. Um, they're just not all the most responsive. But lately, they've been talking a little more. So I'm hoping we can get them to some event here soon. Um, but yeah, I founded the club because Michigan, I guess back in the day had one and then it just kind of fell apart. Like, I don't know who was running it, but they just stopped. They yeah. stopped communicating with Tesla. So I contacted the club page. And I was like, Hey, I see we don't have a Michigan club. And, uh, the guy at the time was like, we need one, please. And he didn't care about, you know, YouTube or anything. He was like, I don't want any internet things. He's like, I want real people. So if you can gather, you needed 25 ins, um, then you can start the club which is very easy to do. So I got 25 ins and I mean, now we have, I mean, we've got to be approaching 400 members or something. So Sandy's a member. Oh yeah. I, I could be a member. You don't own a Tesla. I have two. I do too. You do? I have a monolith plaid registered oh. in my name. Okay. It's just doesn't drive. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> okay. I, you can join obviously. No, no. And, yeah. and technically uh-huh. uh, Sandy's model three mm-hmm. is registered in my name. Really? So not registered in Sandy's So name. he doesn't own a Tesla. I have two recall notices sitting on my desk. <laughs> He's you know, a, you, a every Rivian time you get imposter. Over-the-air over thing. Yes. Yeah. You have yeah. to get it. In the, I um, used to register the cars in my name because I didn't want to tip off Tesla because I wasn't in the videos early on. Smart. So I Smart. put them in my name, and it's like, oh, this Corey guy, whatever. Yeah. And then Sandy and I would show up. And take delivery of the vehicles. Yeah. And now people know my name. Yeah. So oh, they're like, going to know. What? Tesla, I will tell you, Tesla knows what's going on on social media. They watch. I don't know how. They know a lot. I, I, I got a, a good story for you. Oh. A, a guy, uh, so back in the day before full self-driving beta existed, have you heard of the early access program? Kind of. So Tesla had an early access program where they had these people. It was very secretive. It was employees, but also just normal people. 
And if you were in this program, you got software updates early. So things like Summon, um, not Summon, but Smart Summon, before it came out where you can drive itself all over the parking lot, they sent that to their early access program. And they said, all right, you guys test this out, make sure it's safe, blah, 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 but you cannot share pictures. You can't even talk about it. Like it's super under wraps. Well, you know, things leak and people want to share and stuff. So somebody contacted me, they're like, hey, I have Smart Summon. You want to make a video about it? I was like, of course I want to make a video about it. Like, no, almost nobody has seen this. There were a couple leaked videos on YouTube, but it was very rare. And um, I was like, yes, but, you know, they might take it away from you. And he's like, well, you know, it's fine. Like, I don't want them to, but that's, if you want to share it, I want to share. I think it's cool. Um, I was like, all right, well, you can stay out of the video. I'll try to censor, you know, stuff in the car as best I can, but I can't promise they're not going to take oh, it away. Oh, they're going to know. Oh, they figured it out. They're going to so, know. GPS. So, and whatever they know. They know. So this was back. I probably had, I don't know, 30,000 subs or something. It was a long time ago. And um, I uploaded the video, and I think it was less than an hour after upload. Maybe a couple thousand, maybe a thousand views, maybe. I get a message from the guy. Oh, they know. They, they pushed an update to my car, and they're taking it away. And I'm like, what? This video hasn't even been up for an hour. And I felt so bad. And, um, you know, Chad, if you're watching, I'm sorry. I still talk to him sometimes. Oh, <laughs> um, and, and I was like, let me put your, because that was back when they had referral code for the cars. I was like, let me put your referral code in my videos and people can use your referral. You'll get at least some free supercharging. And so he got four or five uh, referrals. So he got thousands of miles of free supercharging at least, but uh, no hard feelings. You know, he was like, yeah, I understood that that could happen. I was like, okay. So that, that program kind of ended with full self-driving beta kind of evolved into that. Yeah. Um, so they don't really have that anymore, but. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I felt pretty bad. Hmm. But anything, you try to, just anyone, try to leak anything, don't do it. They know. Yeah. Has Tesla ever reached out to you being mad at, about your videos? No, no. I don't think they would do that. Okay. No. The the only official contact I've had with them, I mean, Elon has responded a few times on Twitter, if you count that as official. Um, but outside of that is for the club. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, Years ago, like when it first started in 2020, I think the club first started, or maybe early 2021, they asked the club members to, um, Michigan was going to try to ban them again. So, you know, Tesla used yeah. to be banned here, and then they let them in, kind of. And then they tried to do re-ban them. And so Tesla was like, please have all your members, like, email the representatives and help us out here. So we did that. Um, but outside of that, I don't think they would officially... Yeah. Talk to anybody like that. Any events coming up? There's the one in Muskegon, right? Oh, for the club? Is yeah, Muskegon's going to be huge. I'm pretty sure it's June 17th. Um, that's going to be hundreds of people. We're trying to get Tesla officially involved. Can't I think, promise. I think we're going to be there, right, Eric? I think I'm going, Jordan. Yes. Maybe Eric. Yep. I will be there with the whole family, making a weekend out of it. Oh, you're bringing your family? Yeah, man. Yeah. Should I bring my family? You definitely can. If you want. Uh, I got to show up in an electric vehicle then. So no. I think I'll show up in the lightning. <laughs> you should. Yeah. No, yeah. we would love that. I mean, yeah. everyone there has Teslas. So we like to see the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. If you can bring the lightning. No. Yeah. It's definitely like a family weekend kind of thing. Um, and you can come to the event for, it's over two days. I think you can come for one hour out of the two days. Yeah. We're doing plaid rides. We're doing um, all kinds of cool stuff. So. Oh, nice. And it's, it's benefiting um, uh, charity. Noah's. Noah's project. It's like for animals. So they'll, they're going to get a bunch of donations and stuff too. What do they do for animals? Um, I think it's a shelter. Oh, nice. Yeah, so they rescue them. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So definitely come to that if you can. I'm trying to make it, um, I mean, I, I don't want to take credit. We have a whole board and like they do way more work than I do. <laughs> so I'm not saying I'm doing these things, yeah. but we are trying to make it a very good. 
Yeah, so you have 400 members. And how many people live in Michigan? Five million? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, Sandy and I were just in Germany. Mm -hmm. um, the Austrian Tesla Club invited us to tag along to their tour of Giga Berlin. Yeah. And uh, a lot of stories about that. That's but great. they have 600 members, and I think Austria has five. No, no. It was the Czechoslovakia, not Czechoslovakia, Slovenia guy said they have five million people. How oh. many people live in Austria? I think I to do. Just Google it. <laughs> Producer Eric. Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, so Eric's typing. Yeah, I so mean, we got some work to do. It's harder to keep track of now because, yeah, it used to all be on one web page, and now we have, like, multiple places people come in. Okay, according to Google, just under 9 million. So they have 600 members and 9 million people, and you have 400 members, and yeah. they have, like, okay. 5 or 6 million people live in Michigan. We can do much better than that. Yeah. It is Michigan. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. But Norway, I talked to, no, Sweden, I talked to Sweden, they have a couple hundred members. Okay. But Norway had like 28,000 members. It was crazy. And they have a lot of Teslas. A lot of Teslas. Yeah. There's a lot here too now. I don't know if you've noticed that. Yeah. Like when I first got my car, it was it was a Model 3 now, which like today, if you're like a Model 3, who cares? Everybody has that. Back then, it was like people looked at me, like at stoplights, were staring at me, were pointing at the car. I mean, it was weird. It, that's yeah. how it was back then. Now, you can't go for a single drive without seeing multiple. You know, for Jeeps, have their Jeep wave, whatever it is, yeah. the peace sign. I don't know what it is. They do something, two-finger wave. Tesla needs a wave. Like, so maybe, like, just do a Y. <laughs> it it a used spark. to be a thing. It used to be a thing back in the day. Uh, peace sign's pretty common, or just a wave, just normal wave. And it seems... That doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, as it became mass adopted, it's kind of this thing of, like, do you want to keep it up and, and risk that rejection? You know, you wave, and they don't... You're like, oh, oh. I'm lame. Or... You just be the cool I, one and don't wave. I have a good story about rural rural Nebraska. Okay. So I'm from Nebraska, okay. and uh, it's about waving. Yeah, And it is, like, hugely offensive if you don't wave when you're on a dirt road and you're two trucks, like you're driving your trucks. That's very And specific. you pass, you have to wave. It is, like, non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. If you don't, like, something's wrong. <laughs> and it gets annoying when you drive into town, in these rural towns, because you got to wave, you got to wave. So my... Sister's first husband, he lived in this rural town. He actually built a l little hand yeah, that bobbed back and forth that's on so his dash funny. so that as he drove, it was just constantly waving <laughs> so that he didn't have to actually yeah. wave. Automation of oh, everything. It was great. <laughs> it was hilarious because I rode yeah. with him. I think I was in high school at the time, and I'm like, what is that? This crude, like, bobbing <laughs> hand. That's a good idea. Yeah, in his truck, yeah. you know, so. Why not? Yeah. Um, I did want to ask you about all the AI stuff going on. Are you guys, like, keeping up? So I mean, it's I, impossible to keep up with everything. I actually started a small task force inside of Monroe. Smart. Eric doesn't even know about this. Ooh. With our IT guy and our software team to investigate all the tools that are out there to see what we can use. And you got a team of, like, 10,000 people? <laughs> here at Monroe? It's, I'm oh, just saying, no. it's a lot. Yeah. We'll investigate <laughs> as many of the tools yeah, as yeah. possible. And I've... Poked around with a few of them. So I have a lot of time on some of these flights. So Sandy and I yeah. flew to California. I had like five hours. And I have internet on Delta flights. So I looked 
into like four or five tools, like one that automatically makes PowerPoint presentations. So I nice. just like typed in a title of a presentation and it created a 15 slide presentation and it was horrible. It was literally <laughs> horrible. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And I had a chat GPT. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to write an essay for Automation Alley and I wrote my own essay. And then after I was done, not before, I'm like, I had it write an essay on the same topic and it wrote two thirds as many words and it was like 70% right, but so generic and boring. Yeah. If you, if I think it's still so far away from true human intellect, creativity, and I, I can clearly tell it's not sentient. Yeah. Like uh, maybe yeah. that I'm defending it because yeah. like transitions and flow and like the character of paragraphs and, and like it, I'm, I've always thought I was horrible at English and then I realized other people are really bad at writing. <laughs> and um, so I wrote this essay and we submitted, it was like a thousand words. Eric bothered me. I was supposed to get it done like months ago and I took forever and I was late and I submitted it and it's out there somewhere. It's some article. Um, but I was proud of it. Like, and it was about, it had a lot to do with Tesla and, uh, the design of their vehicles and how it impacts the supply base and ingenuity and integration. And some of the things we saw with the super manifold, the super bottle, the octo valve and what that's done to the tier one, tier two and tier three supply base. Yeah. It's all very specific. Yeah. It's very very specific. Yeah. And, um, I just think a lot of people tout up these crazy things. Like you can, I had it, Sandy was standing in the room and I'm like, tell me about, you know, write an essay about Sandy Monroe in the, in the prose of Shakespeare. Yeah. So, so it, and it, so it like wrote this whole thing and kind of this poetic Shakespearean words about Sandy. And he thought that was great, but it's like, yeah. it's clearly just ripping it from his Wikipedia page. Right. Yeah. Cause Sandy has a Wikipedia page. Right. Yeah. It's about, yeah, it has all the information then it's putting it together. Yeah. yeah I found that you really have to have, I think at first, uh, I'll speak for myself, but a lot of people probably were thinking, oh, this can just do everything. And it kind of can. But like you said, it's very generic and, and pretty boring. And, and if you think about it really at all, even if it's masked with good graphics or even decent audio, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, this is not real. It's not a person. It's kind of a robot. But I found if you have more of a, a specific task for it to do, it can be very good at at doing those things if you feed it with all the information it needs. Yeah. So so something I've started doing is I've taken, on YouTube, you can go to a video and then look at the transcript. YouTube does it automatically. And I will copy my whole transcript, paste it into ChatGPT. You know, I basically tell it like, hey, read this, you know. And I was like, I'm going to ask you some questions, so just absorb this. And then I'll have it take all the, of my words and put it into a list of, you know, like I did my review of the Model X what were all the pros in this video? It lists out everything I said was good. What were all the negatives? It lists out everything I said was bad. And that helps me prepare for the next video. It's not writing my whole video oh. or something, but yeah. it can extract all this information much more quickly than I could um, when I give it those specific things. Now, if I was to say, what are all the pros of a Model X? It's going to be like, oh, it's very efficient compared to other vehicles its size. It's like, okay, who cares? Like, we know. You know, it, it has six to seven seats, whatever. So if you give it these really specific things to do, it's, it's very powerful. Yeah. In that way. Yeah. I think I just, I still feel we're decades away from, I imagine 
you not sitting there and there's a computer sitting there yeah and it's text to speech meaning i talk and ask you a question mm-hmm. and it automatically transmits my text to a question to chat gpt 56789 and it formulates a human verbal response as dynamic as this conversation i just feel like we're not close uh, yeah. Again, it depends on how it's all crafted. I, I kind of agree with you. So the whole part of, you know, where some people are scared of it taking over. I mean, I, I feel like that's far away. Maybe that's just my, me being naive to the whole uh, field. Um, but in terms of it doing something like that, it's just kind of the skin you're putting on it and you can find tools that will, you can talk to it. It'll talk back. It'll have a decent graphic and it can do okay. It can yeah. do okay. And you know what? A lot of this, if we take it back to like full self-driving beta, I think a lot of it are your expectations. Yeah. Because if you go into it, like that's a huge expectation. Yeah. You basically want it to replace a human yeah. and it's not there. Oh yeah. That's but what But some saying. people yeah. are like, whoa, this computer can write a whole essay. That's crazy. Computers couldn't do anything before, right? Yeah. If I was in middle school, I'd be pumped. Oh, for sure. Oh my uh, God. Do you know how much yeah. writer's block I had when I was in sixth grade Yeah. and I had to write a... 600 word essay and now all i got to do is say write a 600 word essay on covalent bonds and organic <laughs> chemistry or whatever <laughs> yeah and it, it writes the the basis of it and then you modify some words and flip it around right and, putting in your own words gosh the, abil- it, man, would, the yeah. ability to process information nowadays is 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 so much easier than when i was a kid yeah i had to write with a pen and pencil <laughs> me too me too i we didn't have computers till i, I was cursive 10 or so yeah we did cursive too i see eric kind of getting antsy over there we no, up it, on time yeah it's a uh, time to start wrapping it up okay. okay well thanks for coming on the show um the so podcast much. is relatively new we've had some Awesome guest, you being one of them. I know you had some imposter syndrome <laughs> when you showed up. <laughs> I was he's like, man, like, I've seen some of your guests. This is, uh, he's what like am I doing here? CEO of Polestar and me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yes. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, some great insight. Always love having you down here. I think this is your second or third time yeah. here at third, Monroe. Think, yeah. And um, look forward to seeing you in Muskegon this summer. Any final words? Anything you want our our viewers or listeners to? To check out, you want yeah. to subscribe to your channel. Well, I was going to say, make sure you subscribe to the podcast that you're listening oh, yeah, to right now you. in case you haven't yet. Yeah, thanks. Um, but yeah, subscribe to Dirty Tesla if you have questions about Tesla vehicles, electric vehicles, you want to learn. Um, I'm all about that. I'm very open to conversation. I get tons of DMs and I will talk one-on-one with you if you want about any any topics. Awesome. Awesome. Thank cool. you. Thank you. Yep. Yeah.